Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. For our radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, it's tuning in through online affiliates around the world. We're glad you all could join us as well. Whether you see yourself as someone who is meant to stand out, if you've had a problem being able to let your gifts and yourself shine, I think our next guest will definitely have something that you can be able to benefit from and start using today. We're excited to welcome Jennifer Morosek-Sakala to our broadcast. Her book is called Claim Your Swagger, Stop Surviving and Start Thriving. We're going to talk to Jennifer not only about her own journey to being able to claim her swagger, but also what it's been like for her to help other people and what she hopes you're able to take away from the book. If you got the just now finding out about Jennifer's work, and we'll also let you guys know how to stay connected with her too. Jennifer, thank you again for the time. Really appreciate it. Or for inviting me to join you, I should say. Look, the, the, the pleasure is definitely all mine, Jennifer. So, Jennifer, congratulations on the book. You and I were chatting a little bit by email um, before today's broadcast, so I had a chance to tell you how much I enjoyed this book. What has it been like for you to see the way that men and women have been able to really to gravitate toward the message of claiming their swagger? It's just a humbling experience. As a writer, when you put something out in the world, you have no idea how it's going to be received until you start getting that feedback from people. And I have literally been brought to tears by some of the reviews and some of the comments people have made. It is truly touching and resonating with people as I hoped it would. And I just hope that we can help more and more people tap into the messages and the activities and the information that is just into this book so that we can help more and more people across the globe. Jennifer, I think one of the big takeaways for me in reading Claim Your Swagger is something that I think people think they can do and what you show, I believe, is not possible, and that is to run from what has made them who they are. I love the fact that you talk about the importance of identifying those things that have made us who we are, whether it's events in our past, you know, things about our makeup, and then being able to move forward from there. How important has that been for you to not try to dismiss what is what has gotten you where you are now, but seeing how you can be able to still claim your swagger while you move forward? Because every experience that we have in our lives helps to shape who we are and who we become. And every experience is an opportunity for learning and growth, depending on how we approach it, how we engage with it, how we choose to view that experience. And for me, while I have, as you know, you read the book, there are many experiences in my life that I would rather not go back and, and relive And at the same time, I recognize that I would not be the same person I am today had I not had those experiences. I would not be, I wouldn't have the same strength. I wouldn't have the same resilience. I likely wouldn't have written this book and be sitting here talking to you today had I not had those experiences in my life. And I think what is challenging for people is, 
sometimes we look to the past and we blame the past for our lot in life instead of looking at it through the lens of, okay, I had some challenges in my life, I had some traumas, I had some experiences that maybe were less than stellar. How can <laughs> I learn from those? What, what can I take from those that you to help me continue to go forward. How have, how have those experiences really helped to kind of encourage and influence who I've become? Maybe I engage with people differently because of some of my experiences. Maybe I trust people differently because of my experiences. How does it impact how I view relationships or how I have recognized my own strengths and my own power to be able to get through challenging situations, how can I really take from those experiences something positive, no matter how difficult they might have been, and tap into that to help me continue and progress forward? Jennifer, to that point, as you were talking just now, I thought about uh, this saying that is so popular about, I'm so glad I don't look like what I've been through. And I'm sure people look at you today and the work that you're able to do and the impact you're making and would not know that there was a time that you saw yourself as a failure, that you looked at that and that was the narrative that you told yourself, that you had those self-limiting beliefs and those doubts. What has it been like for you to kind of reflect on your own path to getting where you are, that not only that you find yourself in a better place in your life, but that you're able to help other people do the same thing just by reflecting on your experiences and what you've learned? When I was, uh, I was actually seeking the advice of a therapist at the time, uh, while I was going through my, my divorce from my first marriage, and I remember the therapist saying to me, I haven't figured out a reason to hate you, so why do you? And that's a pretty powerful statement to listen to somebody say to yourself. But, but when you reflect on that, you start to go, oh, my gosh, it's absolutely correct. I am not really happy with myself right now, and I'm not necessarily helping myself by how I'm behaving to myself. So this whole, just the course of writing this book, I think, was a big journey for me as well. I went through my own journey, not, in, not just in the process of coming up with the ideas, but actually writing it. And to have people look at me, I've had people, and this is so frustrating, I think, as, a, as an individual, there are people that literally look at me and think that I'm perfect and that I've got it all figured out. And I'm thinking, uh, absolutely not. I'm just as imperfect as the rest of us. And I have just learned how to tap into and use what I have and use my experiences, create mindset shifts, be able to deal with and navigate some of the stresses and challenges and those self-limiting beliefs that show up all the time for all of us. It's how we recognize when they do, how we evaluate what we're saying to ourselves and how we pivot to a much more productive path forward. And I've utilized and found some tools and techniques to be able to do that, and that's why I'm sharing them with other people because I want other people to be able to do the same thing. And Jennifer, you don't make this – you don't 
make it sound like it's so easy. I think a lot of times that is the other thing, and I think all of us can be guilty of this. When we have gotten to a place of doing something so that it is, you know, something that we don't have to dread as much, I think we find ourselves saying, well, you can do it too. It's not that bad. It's not, you know, you don't have to, you know, think you can't do it. You don't have to beat yourself up. But I, I love the fact that you really do help us to see that, for one, each of us as individuals, we have our own stuff that we are dealing with. But also, of course, the important thing is to recognize what that stuff is that's keeping us stuck. You were, you were very open and honest in the book. You mentioned, of course, your divorce. You talk about that in the book and your feelings about that. But you also allow us to do our own work. How much of that is important for us to make sure that we get the results we want? Because it's one thing to read and say, okay, well, Jennifer was able to do this. But why was it important for you to have those prompts there for us to say, okay, I've shared with you. Now it's your time. You have to do something differently than you're doing today. I think the challenge with so many of us in the world today is we have become so accustomed to instant gratification or instant response. We, we would love to be able to flip a switch and, and shift everything. The challenge with that is what we're trying to do and what I'm trying to help people do through the activities and the learning in the exercises and the daily reinforcements in the book is you're trying to shift mindsets. You're trying to form new neural pathways. You're trying to create new habits and new behaviors, and that takes time. And that's why I have an entire chapter dedicated to P to the power of three, patience, practice, perseverance, because that is what it takes. You will succeed if you are, have grace with yourself and recognize it's taken you a long time to get to where you are today, and it's going to take some time to shift whatever it is you're trying to shift. You have to be willing to do the work to practice to create those new behaviors, those new neural pathways, until they become your new habits, your new way of being, and you have to keep going no matter how hard it gets. Because if you keep going, you will get there. Only The only failure is when you give up. Exactly. I want to read something that you wrote, Jennifer, in the book. I think this is a really important thing. It's when you were talking about gratitude. And you write this, but as we have the print edition on page 104, you say the critical thing to recognize is that on this journey you have choices to make. Remember, as a screenwriter for the movie of your life, you have the editing power to change any of the stories you've told yourself. If you're not happy with who you are today, you can choose to change the stories you've told yourself and reframe the meaning you've assigned to the memories that have shaped you. That is a powerful statement. How has that helped you to look at yourself that way as the screenwriter of your life and how you and others can be able to make that decision to do the editing that they want? my divorce, for example, when I first got divorced, I truly felt like a failure. I felt like I had failed myself, my faith, my family, just everything in my life. And I looked at myself as damaged goods. Like I had a scarlet letter tattooed to my forehead with a big D on it, you know, damaged or danger or divorced, you know, take your pick. It wasn't until I could look back and choose 
to see that experience as a growth and a learning opportunity for me that it, it, I wasn't a failure. There is no failure. There's only learning. And so as long as I took something from it, as long as I was able to see it as a positive thing because of the learning and the growth and development, I choose to reframe how I looked at that experience in my life. I no longer had to hide away from it, try and be, I think there's a bit of shame sometimes and guilt depending on what you go through. And right. when you can look at things differently and reframe that message and how you actually cultivate it in your own brain, you can then let go of some of that that keeps you from truly being at your best. It's being able to look back, identify and take the learning and the growth from it, and then let go of those stories or the, the, the way that you have identified it, the memories and how you have shaped it, you can, you can change that. And by changing it, unlock your ability to go forward in perhaps a more productive or a better direction. Again, it's such a great point and such an important conversation for us to have. Jennifer, I want to ask you, when it came to Claim Your Swagger, this book, again, is so personal as well as inspiring. What was the most challenging part of it for you in writing it? Of it. I am, by nature, a really private person. So being willing to not only tell the stories about myself and my life, but share that with the world was an immense and hugely challenging and a big leap of faith for me, really. And at the same time, what I had to kind of come to terms with for myself was to recognize the importance of sharing those stories so that I could connect with readers, I could connect with people, that people could see that I've been through my own challenges and that they're not alone. And looking at my desire to help others, that really had to outshine my fear of sharing the information with other people. But I think that was probably the hardest part for me in, in writing this book. I love the fact, too, because it's so easy for us to be hard on ourselves. It's definitely easy for the world to be hard on us, Jennifer. I love the fact that you try to get us to think about the good in us, to think about the positives, your values, and the things that you love about yourself. How important has that been for you to remind yourself of the great things that make you who you are? I think it is something that we need a constant reminder of. I like to talk about swagger as being not just a word but a lifestyle, and it's something that needs to be worked on and practiced daily. And as far as our core values and what kind of shapes us and makes us who we are, sometimes we get challenged and sometimes we do do things that maybe we're not so proud of. And we can look back and we can ask ourselves, okay, what happened here? And how does this align with my values and who I am? And if I made a mistake here, how do I correct it? How do I ask for forgiveness or ask, uh, offer an apology? And sometimes it's apologizing to ourselves that we need to do. So the 
core values, when we not only understand and know what they are, but we live them on a daily basis, we can tap into them, we can use them as our, as our guidance uh, that can support and uh, a compass, if you will, internal compass, that can help us bring us back on track sometimes if we get off track. And reminding ourselves from time to time or re asserting what's really important to us as it relates to our core values and some of the other aspects in the book I think is really valuable and really helpful. It definitely is valuable and helpful. The last thing I want to talk to you about, Jennifer, is about the subtitle of the book, Stop Surviving and Start Thriving. I love the idea of transition. Transition is a very big part of this book. You even write about the pivoting. What has that transformation been like for you to go from just just making it to actually living it and doing, as the title says, to claim your swagger? Well, I think it, it was really interesting. I was doing a book signing recently, and I came across a, a woman came by the, the table where I was signing books, and she looked at the title, and she said, oh, my gosh, I am stuck in survival mode right now. And I think that so many of us are. We have gotten to a point where perhaps we, we just get up and we go through the motions every single day. But life is meant to be lived to the fullest. I know from firsthand experience when we lose people in our lives that their lives were cut too short. My sister passed away when she was only in her 30s. And I, that really spoke to me so strongly in so many ways and still does. It has a massive impact on my life on a daily basis. And it really forced me to think about life differently and how we shouldn't just be surviving on day to day. We should literally figure out how do we thrive? How do we get the most out of every single breath that we take? And that it is such a gift and such a privilege that we woke up today, that we get to be here, that we get to do the things we get to do instead of looking at them like I have to do these things or I'm muddling through and I'm just getting by on a daily basis. And so that's why the title is so important and why the activities and what I'm trying to help people do is so important because I live this. I didn't right. just want to write about it. I live this every single because I can't in good conscience try and share this with other people if I'm not doing that. So right. I want other people to feel the same way I do when I wake up. In the, and sure, do I have days where I don't feel as good as others? Of course. But that doesn't mean I still can't make the most out of it, that I still can't thrive. Of course I can. That's completely up to me. And I think that is the big thing for all of our audience here, Jennifer, to know that they can make that own personal decision for themselves. Again, the book is Claim Your Swagger, Stop Surviving and Start Thriving. Jennifer, it's a great read. So glad we had a chance to talk about it. And thank you so much for sharing your journey that you're on with all of us. The book's available through our friends at Amazon.com or through your favorite local bookstore. If they don't have it, I know they'd be more than happy to order it for you. Jennifer, what about yourself? How can our audience take a with you? Swagger University. They can reach me there anytime. There's uh, opportunities for them to 
send an email to contact me to reach out. They can also join uh, the newsletter, Swagger Sense, and they'll get tips and insights and guidance on a regular basis, a weekly basis sent right into their inboxes if they so choose. I've got retreats and other events that are coming up as well as coaching opportunities uh, that people can connect with and a community that we're building right now on SwaggerU.com that people can join and support each other, other like-minded Swagger-seeking individuals uh, that they can help each other along the way as well. Love that, the whole idea of community. Jennifer, again, congratulations to you. Really appreciate the time. Looking forward to speaking with you again. Thank you so much for inviting me to join you and allowing me to share this message with your listeners. I so appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you as well, and we appreciate you, our audience, for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Today, amazing. Take care.